Oren B. Andy G. How's it going? I'm good, mate. I'm surprised you're allowed to be here tonight because it's your wife's birthday. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I said to her, I was like, "Uh, maybe I should text Andy and tell him we'll do it tomorrow night. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, oh, all all good. She's all I'm going to do is sit here and watch my show on Netflix or whatever she's going to do anyway. Oh, yeah. I'll just uh, I'll go and do the podcast then. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, we got rid of Netflix, eh? We um, decided to cancel it because they're bringing in all these new changes where you can't really watch it anywhere else. You can't sort of take it on the road with you. It's got to be at your home address. And I thought, well, that's, that's yeah, a bit crap, shit. Eh? We just thought, fuck it, let's just cut the thing. Yeah, I don't think he's watching Netflix. I think it's um, Disney Plus that she's watching. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Yeah. Gee, Grey's Anatomy, is that even still on TV anymore or is that just solely on Disney Plus? It must be just on like Disney and that, but she's been watching it for probably probably nearly a year. Oh, okay. What, she, she started at the beginning and then she's just worked her way. Yeah, right at the very, very first one so, and she's still going. And I think she's up to like season 15 or 16 and there's 19 seasons. Oh, shit. I've just done season 19. So it's right. like, oh, my God, it's the same <laughs> shit over and over again. Yeah, because my, my wife and I are working our way through Outrageous Fortune. Yeah. We're still we're into the last season now, season six, and I think we've got another eight episodes to go. So we've been on that now for you know, seven or eight months. It's really hard, though, uh, to really find some time to sit down and watch these things. So it takes a long time to get through. It does, eh? It's like when I watch the whole X-Files from, from start <laughs> to end. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's took, good. Like, took months. Yeah, I, I think I might need to do the same, eh? Because I haven't fully watched the X Files since it used to be a thing in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lifetime ago now. Yeah. All right, might as well get into it then. We'll make it a quick one, mate, because you probably want to get back to your wife, being as it's her birthday. Um. <laughs> uh, she's only watching bloody TV. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, four, five. Down the tools, up the mic. A trainee guy, a radio guy. Two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails, and one nails hits. We'll review good beers, and just shoot the sh. We're R&B, and Andy G. And this is Tradio, Tradio. Catchy tune. It's a catchy yep. tune. So I sat out in the back garden doing a bit of stargazing um, about a week ago, and you know I love doing that when it's a nice, clear, warm night. I'll go lay out in the garden and just see what's happening in the sky. And well, we haven't seen the stars up here for <laughs> yeah, weeks. No. Last night was the first clear night we've had. <laughs> I do apologise, mate, but we've had a lot of clear weather down here, um, and I, I, re- I really feel for everyone up in the North <laughs> Island. I really do. But uh, anyway, was was stargazing, and um, there was this, you know, you see the odd satellite that goes over you. I had a satellite go over me, but it must have been spinning, and there must have been one shiny side on it. it I've was seen quite, those, yeah. Yeah, it was quite it cool. because like flash, eh? It just flashes across the sky, and I thought, I've never seen that before, and I figured it must have been spinning. Yeah, it's like space junk or something. Yeah, I've, I've seen that a couple of times now. Yeah. You think... What's that? <laughs> what that am I seeing? Yeah, it was really, really interesting, eh? It's just every maybe three or four seconds it would flash. Hurtling through space at 20,000 kilometres an hour? Yeah, well, that's the thing. When it wasn't flashing, you could kind of still make it out because it was obviously still 
reflecting light in some respect. But yeah, there must have been a mirror on that one side that when it flashed, yeah. that's when it was when the mirror was obviously facing us. I thought it was quite intriguing. <laughs> That's the thing though, my wife isn't really into that kind of stuff. I said, I need to come out and watch some satellite. She's like, I couldn't fucking think of anything worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I quite like going out there and just stargazing, sit on the deck and yeah. what I, I could spend hours doing it. Yeah, what I quite like doing is uh, looking out for the ISS as well, the International Space Station. And yep. I, um, I found a, a forum that talks about the ISS online and there was a, there's a new ISS tracker it's 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 not an update of the isstracker.com but it's a different one it's called iss-position.com and it's actually really quite decent if you ever get a chance go and have a look at it because it gives you the chance to follow other satellites like i think one of them is like the google imaging satellite Oh, yeah. um, another Do you know one. when to go out on your lawn and wave to it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, another one is a weather satellite, and then there's a couple of other ones which you can actually follow. So iss-position.com, it's actually a really, really neat website, and it's actually quite easy to follow too. It's not all uh, full of gibberish and stuff, yeah. So, Guess what I've been spending a lot of my time doing? <laughs> Where's the ISS going to fly over? I haven't had hardly any free time lately, eh? Work's been full on. Oh, full-on work, yeah, plus my sister's just over here from Australia, so... Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, been catching up with her, and yeah, just been, I don't know, I've lost track of what we've actually been doing. It just gets to a point where you're like, I'm sick of doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did my first little live gig the other day for a little while, my, my, my mum's 70th birthday. Oh, true, happy birthday, Oren's yeah. mum. Yeah, yeah, the other day, and so like the other weekend we had a... Had a get together up there, and I took my gear up, and my amps and stuff, and started having a jam. And one of the old fellows who's next door was—he he plays the guitar in that too. So he's, oh, I'll go and get my gear, and I'll come and join you. So he went and got his gear and come over and joined in, and him and I ended up playing for a couple of hours. It was great fun. Oh, brilliant! Had a good jam. It was it awesome. Felt quite good to get back into it, then, eh? Yeah, good to be playing live in front of people again. Oh, eh? it's bloody mm. good. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, because when was the last time you did a, a live gig? Oh, God, mate, it would be yeah, at least five or six years ago, at least. Because when you're talking yeah. about some um, this this band you were going to be joining, has that sort of happened? Or Oh, yeah, well, they're still doing their thing, you know, and I just, I've just run out of bloody time at the moment. It's just with this new job and mm. everything else. I want to try. I want to try this year. i just really got to make an effort, I think, because okay? um, even, even if I go and just play uh, with the Timmy's Music Society, Oh, yeah. They do like once a month or something, or once every fortnight they get together. It'd be good to just kind of miss playing along with other people, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, it's way more fun when you get involved with that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's good, mate. Yeah, sort of uh, helps keep the cobwebs off as well, eh? I mean, to be honest, with the music side of things, I, I had my piano out last week, having a bit of a tinker, but um, I don't really play it as much as I used to. I'm starting to get a bit bored of it now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, you need someone to jam with, eh, mate? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because I've got, like, I've got this arsenal of songs saved on my computer and like music, and I just yeah. I can play them all now, and it's kind of just not new anymore. I reckon you need a goal, eh? It's like anything, like exercise or music. You need a you need an end goal. Yeah, and like. I've, I was playing heaps in the last couple of weeks leading up to my mum's birthday party, you know, like just getting good again, you know, and, and getting back up to scratch. And now that now that my mum's birthday has been and gone, it was like over a week ago now, and it's like I haven't picked my guitar up since. Mm. 
<laughs> so, you know, now I need another goal. I need to like join the music society or, yeah. you know, yeah. that sort of thing. I've got uh, I've got an idea in the back of my head to do something um, because during when when I had COVID last year, uh, obviously I had seven odd days at home isolating, and I actually put together. Um, you remember David Bowie's Space Oddity, and we we've talked about this on previous episodes. Is yeah. that I, I reconstructed David Bowie's Space Oddity song playing guitar, piano, and the drums, and yeah. And then I used David Bowie's actual singing and overlapped onto the overlaid it onto the top. Yeah. And I thought actually that's something that I could look at doing is just putting together a um, a bit of a montage of different songs and isolate the actual singer's voice and overlay it yeah. because I can't sing right I'm not a singer. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be quite cool to try that you know just recreate yeah. the songs but have the actual singer and I know that I probably won't be able to monetize that on YouTube because that's fair enough but it's a little project I've got sort of locked away that I'm keen to look yeah. at doing might even have to be a collab mate I have to get you to do some guitar yeah. on there I'll be keen yeah have you seen that guy that does that he um he gets like he'll get like an Oasis song and he'll sing it in the tone of Metallica or you know, like, have oh, you seen yeah. that guy? Five-second songs. He's awesome, eh? He started off as five-second songs, wasn't it? Or ten-second songs or something. Yeah. Yeah, I know the dude you're talking about. Anthony Vincent is his name. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Very good. Anyway, they had him on, they were, they were talking about him on The Rock the other day, radio station. Oh, were they? And they played a couple of snippets out of some of his music, eh? Yeah. And it sounded awesome, eh? Some, some of the creativity that guy's got is pretty cool. It's quite amazing, eh, how he can emulate different styles, yeah. Another instrument I'd love to learn, actually, is the saxophone. Like, that's that could be another goal as well, eventually, is to learn how to play the sax. You want to blow your own horn? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, talking about the saxophone, I'm just trying to find this clip I found online. Did you show your drums? Nah. Nah, I'll keep hold of them. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see when I get bored of them. Um, yeah. But I've got this clip here of this guy who can play a saxophone without a saxophone while we're talking about people who can emulate different sounds. This guy can actually yeah. can sound like he's playing a saxophone. Have a listen to this. Well, I, I play the saxophone different to anyone else. That's that, that's that, that's that. Because I don't need a saxophone. How cool is that? <laughs> this guy legitimately that was him doing his doing it with his voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a skill. I Got found another skills, one. Eh? Young lady doing That's a trumpet. A Here we go. Wait a minute. I think I can do that. Let me warm up real quick. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty good, all right. <laughs> you can imagine, actually, if you could get a group of people together like that that can emulate different instruments, man, you wouldn't need instruments and they could literally just perform with their voices. That would be cool.
you could just do it like uh, just have a whole band and just walk out on stage and be like, what are these idiots up to? Yeah, where's, where's their <laughs> instruments? No instruments. <laughs> uh, I might be coming down your way again in a few weeks. Are you? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I'll have to confirm the dates, but I think it's going to be around the 29th to 31st of March, which is the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, yeah. So I have to see if you're off if you're off work or something like that. And I'll get my boss to extend it there, be a flight back for a night. Yeah, I will be off work from the 30th to the 2nd. Well, there you go then. Yeah, so that includes that weekend of the 1st and 2nd of April, so that works. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll see if I can swing it, swindle it so that he pays for my airfare to come back on the weekend sometime. Yeah, get him to get him to see if he can uh, pay for your return ticket on the Sunday, the 2nd of April. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that, I'm back to work on that Monday, so that kind of works. And then it's a weekend as well, so you probably wouldn't be working yeah, yeah. on the weekend, would you? Nah, nah, nah. I thought, oh, well, down there, might as well catch up. Yeah. No, it's good, actually, because the way my shifts work, because I've got four on, four off, I've got this whole calendar, which is just mapped out for the next four years, so I know where my shifts will be. And you can actually yeah. look ahead and plan. Yeah, how's the new job going? Yeah, it's going all right, eh? Hey? It's a yeah, lot, lot you know, I'm starting to enjoy it a little bit more now. Um, yeah. You know, because I went through a phase of, like, why am I doing this? Because it was, you know, you deal with some Muppets, eh? But... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've been through the same phase with my job. Yeah, thinking, why am I doing this? <laughs> you have good days and bad days, eh? Yeah, well, that's uh, same with anything. Eh? You got to give it a chance as well. Yeah. So you know, I, I am. I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a year. See how I go yep. after a year. Pretty happy with it at the moment. I did an extra shift, a recall. I did six yep. hours on Friday night, and uh, just oh, to, yeah. just to help out another watch because they're quite short staffed. And um, yeah. It was a busy, busy six hours. Actually, one of the busiest times I've had. Oh, wasn't uh, the uh, wasn't part of the storm, was it? No, no, no. no this Friday just gone. So, um, oh yeah, yeah. It was just just incredibly busy. So yeah, I mean, time flies when you when you're really busy. So I suppose you know that's the bonus of it. But then on the other side of the stick, there you're busy because there are people that aren't well and need help. So yeah, you don't, yeah. you know, you, you don't really want anything to come, you know, no harm to come to people. Yeah, but then a busy shift seems to go quite quickly. So, yeah, yeah. But no, still enjoying it. Still enjoying it. Radio. So I told you on the text yesterday I had a dream about you the other night. Oh, that's right, you're dreaming about me. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, it was so funny. We were out fishing, right? So nothing new. And you'd been out for a dive to get some craze because we anchored the boat up in a little bay. You went yep. for a dive to get some craze, and I just fished off the side of the boat. Anyway, you resurface. And I don't recall if you had any crows in your hands or not. But anyway, you got back on the boat, and just as you did, in the distance we could see a police boat coming at us with all its lights and sirens going. <laughs> and and you were just like, you looked at this police boat coming in, you are like, fuck it, full throttle. And we ran from this, this police boat, and it was chasing us. And you were just like fucking gunning it. <laughs> it was a full-on police <laughs> boat chase on the water. And anyway, we... We got a bit closer to the uh, to the shore, and you found this little canal, which your boat could get down, but the police boat couldn't. And the canal <laughs> the canal ran parallel with the with the ocean, you know, where we'd been. But so the police boat was following us on their side, and we were going down the canal, which was separated by this wall, if you like. Anyway, we managed to lose track of this police boat. And what we did then is we pulled your boat out of the water and we hid it in someone's garden. And <laughs> and you and I went and hid in the trees. 
uh, and the police boat was you could, we could see it from where we were looking around for us eventually they did find your boat but they couldn't find us so you and I decided well they've taken the boat off us now we went for a walk and we found a party and we got drunk <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like something we'd do I know that's what I said to you I said, oh, actually that's something we'd do <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's just so realistic. You know when you sort of wake up and you're like, fuck, that was a busy night of dreams, but I can't quite remember what happened. I, I yeah. certainly did not forget what happened in that one. It's when you wake up and you go, what the hell was that dream yeah, all about? I know. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. I just I just woke up and thought, fuck, that felt really real. <laughs> yeah, so good, so good. It might have been like from another life. It might have been like one of those bloody... Yeah, Deja mate. vu dreams. <laughs> but anyway, that motor on your boat, mate, yeah, gets some good speed up anyway. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that, man. Yeah, yeah my boat's quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever read Roald Dahl books? Yes, yep. So I was reading that um, they're re-editing his books, the Matilda the BFG, James and the Giant Peach, and also Charlie and the Chocolate Family at Factory. And they're editing out offensive words like fat oh. and ugly. And apparently, I heard this on the radio today, they're making the Oompa Loompas from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory gender neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I thought to myself when I heard this shit on the radio, I thought, "What the hell has gone wrong with our society? Are yeah. people seriously that fucked in the head yeah. and that affected by that stuff?" Yeah, like oh. Augustus Gloop, who's the large child in um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he's now described as enormous, enormous rather than fat. And also Mr. Twit from the book The Twits, described as just beastly instead of ugly and beastly. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. seriously, what the fuck, man? Just leave that shit alone. That's, it, that, it's worded how it was intended back then. Yeah, yeah. PC bullshit. Don't get me started on it. I just get so frustrated with shit like that. Eh? It's just like yeah. our kids these days are growing up in a world that's just wrapped in bubble wrap. Eh? Yeah. And like in the book Matilda, the description of Mrs. Trunchbull's great horsey face has just been changed to face. And eight, <laughs> and eight nutty little idiots now reads eight nutty little boys. <laughs> you know, it's just, just unbelievable, uh, man. Like leave the, leave the fucking things alone. Yeah, it's just crazy, eh? I just think, oh, what, what's next? You know, I'm surprised they don't change the uh, the BFG to, like, uh, the rather tall, friendly person. The tall, handsome giant. <laughs> They're shocking, eh? So last Have night... Have you tried reading um, Dr. Zeus? Yeah, oh, the yeah. Dr. Zeus books? Yeah, quite a few of those. those are, they, they'll probably do the same with those soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll make them easier to understand because uh, some people are too thick to understand his method. Of rhyming, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, the kids always get me, or you know, they used to. I haven't done it for a while, but Chloe did it to me a couple, oh, a couple about a month or so ago. Got me to read one of the Doctor Zeus books, and it's the Fox, Fox and Socks one. Oh yeah, that's intense, it? eh? Yeah, fox and socks on, knocks and box, and <laughs> <laughs> little tongue tied trying to read it. Yeah, that's very well written. I love that book. Green eggs and ham has always been a, a classic favourite of mine. Yeah, but I can imagine they'll. Uh, they might they might edit that story to take out the green eggs and ham because they don't want to endorse kids eating off meat. <laughs> <laughs> but on the book it said you can eat green ham. <laughs> oh, I will not eat it, Sam. I am, <laughs> <laughs> or I'll end up with this shits for a week. <laughs> Man, how's the cat? The cat's good. 
freaking lunatic of a thing. <laughs> I reckon it's I reckon it's Ash reincarnated, eh? You reckon? <laughs> I reckon it's our dog reincarnated because it acts just like her, eh? And, oh, oh it's really? Freaking, it's oh. actually even the neighbors say it's the most. Um, <clears throat> it's the cat with the most character they've ever seen in their lives. You know, it's a <laughs> real freaking friendly thing. And, yeah, yeah it does all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> got a few cats around us here. Actually, I've got a veggie garden, and I've been really looking after it. And I've got heaps of stuff growing in there at the moment. The little fucking cats. I don't know which one it is, but they keep pissing in it, and um, and then yep. they they sort of scratch all the soil into a pile, so you know they've been there. Yeah, little fuckers. Take a big dump in your garden. Yeah, but uh, I've got to try and find a way to stop that. So I think you can get some kind of repellent spray. Which uh, they take one whiff of and think there's a uh, predator there or something. I don't mind cats, but when they're shitting in my vet, I know how my granddad feels now. Stop shitting in my fucking garden! <laughs> I'm like, I feel the there's same. That, um, there's that special spray that comes out of like a steel tube really, really fast. Um, have you seen that one? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You can aim it and you pull a little, uh, you pull a yeah, little yeah. thingy in it. Yeah. It comes out really, really fast and gets rid of cats really well. <laughs> <laughs> Might try the spray first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, little fuckers. Honestly, I don't mind cats, but when they shit in my veggie garden. <laughs> so I was at the fire station last night. Um, we had a, a, a formal farewell for our old chief. He retired last year after 28 years, 14 days or something. Uh, 28 years, four, yeah, something like that. And uh, yep. that's quite a good innings. Um, he stood down at the end of last year, just before Christmas, so we had the big catch-up from last night. Anyway, there were probably about 50 people there, and we had a really good night. Fuck, I had a skinful. I was feeling it today. Holy shit. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, they it was it, it was a tab, you know, at the bar, so yeah. as you can imagine. Uh, help yourself, eh? <laughs> yeah. And then about 9 o'clock last night, there was just me and two others left. And we were sitting on one side of the hall where we were, like the bar area, and on the other side, you know, if you've been you've been into a fire, uh, the Thames Fire Station, you know how in the hall there they've got all the memorabilia around the place, like yep. old fire extinguishers and helmets and pictures and all this kind of stuff. It's a yep. very similar kind of thing at our station. And anyway, we were on one side of the room just having a couple of beers about nine o'clock last night, and suddenly on the other side of the room, a fire extinguisher that was sitting on the carpet just went. It fell over on its own, yeah. and we were just like, we looked at each other. And we were like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. Because the, it was quite a big fire extinguisher, and they have a relatively low centre of gravity. Well, this particular yeah, one did, yeah. but how the fuck did it, it? How did it tip over? <laughs> yeah, cue the X Files music. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, uh, we just looked at each other. How the fuck did that happen? Unless the building is uh, is still on a slight lean after the Christchurch earthquakes, I don't know. Um, <laughs> nah, but yeah, probably, I, uh, it's probably someone he tried to save one day and part of his career coming back to say hello. Or, yeah, I know. Yeah, maybe a for, know. maybe a former a former life member or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there to celebrate with you. Probably pissed. Probably a pissed ghost fell over and bumped into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it was, it was odd. Like, when we stood the thing back up, we sort of tapped it to see how easily it would fall, and there's no way, there's no way it could have just been pushed. Um, or it fell on its own, rather. Um, it would, yep. would have to, have, you would have to push it over. So that was that was odd. But, you know, when you sort of walk into, I mean, I get this, not all the time, but I walk into somewhere and I do get a feeling that there, it's not quite, 
There's something happening yeah. there. I, I get that feeling when I'm upstairs at the fire station. Yeah. And it was the same with the Thames uh, fire station as well, actually. Yeah, because it just, you know, because it just reeks of history. Yeah. And you just yeah. think, fuck, there's such a thing as ghosts, et cetera, et cetera. They're all going to fucking be here right now. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I had a similar kind of thing happen one night when I was at home here. Um, it was back when the dog was alive. And uh, we were sitting at I was sitting at home. I think Aaron, I think the Either the kids might have been here, they've gone out or something, but Erin Erin wasn't here that night and she was away. I was sitting on the couch and the dog was sitting at the foot of the couch. I was watching TV and the hallway light was off. And out of the corner of my eye, I just saw like a flicker of something in the hallway, almost like a little burst of light. And I looked at it and the bloody dog jumped up and and walked towards the door and all her heckles on on her back of her neck stood up and she was staring down the hallway at something. Oh, wow. But there was nothing there. Ooh. I was looking at the dog and I was like, holy shit. And then, believe it or not, after the dog died and we'd got the cat, I was sitting out in the in the lounge and the same bloody thing happened again and the cat this time saw it. Oh, the yeah. cat even st- stood up and was sort of like looking down the hallway going, you know, like, what the hell was that? You know, like, and you look at that and when an animal sees it and senses something like that, you sort of go, oh, yeah, there was, you know, I wasn't just seeing things. Yeah. Jay, that's and crazy. kind of weird. Because, I mean, what kind of history does your house have? Who lived there before you moved in? Oh, there was there was an old lady that lived here, but she got moved to a rest home, mm. but she has since passed away when she was in the rest home. I don't know whether she's come back to visit or... Yeah. <laughs> but this place up here is Te Totara Pa, the old pa site. So I'm wondering whether there's probably, you know, there's probably a lot of history from the back in the, the Maori days of, mm. of up here. So there could be ghosts or something from oh, that, maybe. I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, spooky stuff. Yeah, but like, you know how how good is that that a fire extinguisher was knocked over by a, probably an ex fire ghost or something? You know, that's yeah, yeah, that's just so suitable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a fitting farewell for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, for your retiring fiery. Yeah, yeah. I just remember the thud. We looked at each other. What the fuck did that? <laughs> What's the weirdest thing? You, most weirdest, most unexplained thing you've ever seen in your life? Have you got anything like that? You got any good stories? Well, I would say a similar thing. Like when I went to, was it must have been early two thousands. I was with all my flatmates, and we all decided to go away to like a. It was like a coastal hostel uh, on the west coast of Auckland, and we all went and spent the weekend there because you could do activities and all that kind of stuff. So we all went and did that for the weekend. And actually, we, my girlfriend at the time and I, we were staying in a room upstairs in one of the accommodation um, blocks, and just all night. There were fucking footsteps going up and down the stairs outside our room all night. Yeah. And every time we went out there to see the fuck it was, there was nothing there. And anyway, yeah. it was a place called Fudapu. And we actually read up about the place after we got home. And we found out that there is actually a, a noted or, yeah, it was a documented ghost that actually walks up and down the stairs all night. <laughs> so... We literally like, heard these, up. yeah. We literally heard these footsteps and thought someone was pissing around, and then we find out that it is actually a legitimately documented spirit. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would probably be the the thing that sticks out the most for me. Um, another quick story as well, actually. Just before uh, Ashlyn was born, so we're talking uh, over twelve years ago. Do you remember Deb Weber? She is a psychic medium. And she used to do a program called uh, Sensing Murder on TV. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. She's the, the, the Aussie blonde one. Yeah. Anyway, she came into the show in Rotorua when I was still living there, working on More FM there, and uh, they organised me to MC her show. Yeah. So anyway, I went up to the front of the crowd and... Or rather, I'll just backtrack. At the back of the crowd is where Deb was sitting, waiting to come up, and I was sitting there with her having a conversation, and, and she just kept looking through me, and yeah. I was just like, fuck. She says, well, I can see kids. Why can I see children around you? That's pretty much what she said. I can see children around you, and I thought nothing more of it. Anyway, I went up to the front of the stage. It was time to MC and bring her on. And what Deb does is that once the MC has finished introducing her, she likes to hug the MC, and then you give her the microphone and she'll do her show. So anyway, did that, invited her up, gave her a hug. She took the microphone off me and said, good luck with the new baby. I was like, okay. Anyway, two days later, we find out we're pregnant with Ashlyn. And, <laughs> and Dana had it, was actually you know, just over three months along. Oh, and yeah. So Deb Weber, the psychic medium, asked me why she could see children around me and then said, good luck with the new baby on the microphone. Yeah. And yeah, sure enough, we had a baby in the oven. Jeez, that's freaky, eh? Yeah, it's just crazy, man. Yeah, my older sister's actually got a bit of that, eh? She's got like a bit of a weird sixth sense. Mm. Um, she's had it since she was a little, my dad reckons she's had it since she was a baby. She could see shit that other people couldn't see. And now that she's a bit older, she can actually tell us, you know, the things that she's seen. And um, she actually hates the full moon oh, yeah. because um, she says, oh, that's when all the freaking ghosts come out. She said, that's when all the freaking crazy ghosts come out. And she said, she's, she has, like, she can literally, she reckons she can have conversation with God. I know it sounds crazy, but some of the shit that she's told me is just too crazy to not be true, you know, mm. like, um, she she had a conversation with an old man sitting on the end of her bed one night um, when she was staying at a friend's place in Pitaru. And, um, yeah, the old – and it turns out that she was talking about him the next morning to the people that owned the house, and they said, oh, that's the guy that had the house before we moved in. He was an old guy, and he died here. Mm. And, he, and they said, yeah, he wanders around the house. He, he haunts the place. You know, he's never left. So it was kind of, kind of weird, eh? Yeah, that's out of it. So, yeah, I mean, if anyone ever says to me, look, you know, I see dead people all the time, I talk to them, I, I, I actually am more intrigued in hearing their stories rather than shooting them down and saying, no, I don't believe that bullshit. I reckon yeah. people legitimately do have that sense. Well, the best, the best one I've got was, uh, it's not to do with ghosts, but it's, I don't know what it was, but years ago we were doing a ski trip down to Mount Rapehu and uh, I, I ended up getting the job of driving the van full of, pissed dudes in the back there's about 16 of us in this big van and uh cruising down to mount rapehu and it was pissing down with rain and we uh going through the straits on the other side it was actually near patara actually it was out the other side of Patara on those big straits those big straight bits of road i don't know if you remember them but anyway we um erin was sitting in the front with me in the van and we're driving along and just, I saw something coming down the road towards us, and I, I was like, "What the hell is that?" You know, even I didn't, th- I didn't say anything. Erin, Erin was quiet too, and and it, and next thing you know, it went straight towards the van, <clears throat> and went up over the top of the van, and like vanished over the top of the van. <laughs> and as it went over, I sort of looked and could see what it was, and it was like a. The only way I can describe it is it was a, a like a metallic ball. Um. Like and it was fucking big, oh, and it was traveling at a hell of a speed, and um, it looked like 
like a glass window, you know, when if you're driving along and the rain hits it and it beads around it? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's what it looked like. It looked like the rain was hitting this thing and, and like beading all the way around it. Oh, shit. Like, you know, like some sort of weird field around it. Eh? It's just, it just happens so quick. And Erin and I just carried on driving and no one said a word. We drove, we must have driven for 15 minutes down the road. And I said, Erin, did you see that thing? Mm. And Erin just said, yeah. She said, what the hell was that? You know, like, and oh, that's scary. I don't know to this day, I don't know what it was, but you see sometimes people going about UFOs and they see like a, a steel ball or like a ball flying around, yeah. you know? And I think it was something like that, you know? It was just this weird big sphere. <laughs> did you did you tell your dad that story? Because he's, he's fully I into did. that. I made the mistake of telling the old man that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got him up for about two hours after <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He probably pulled out all his books. Um, yeah. I've got two more stories actually now that we've started talking about this. Now uh, all the stories come out, eh? Yeah. So, <laughs> so one of them is my great grandfather, Jim. He was an avid whistler. He would whistle everywhere he was, and you'd always know if he was home because you could hear him. Yeah. Anyway, when he passed away and my great grandmother passed away, my uncle ended up buying the house. And so he, him and his wife, they had had my cousin Amber. And apparently Amber, when she got a little bit older, she would consistently say, I didn't sleep because there's an old man whistling. And so oh, she yeah. was obviously, she was obviously uh, seeing my great grandfather, Jim, because uh, she could hear him whistling all the time and apparently would keep her awake. And then my auntie, she actually one night did hear it and she was telling me that she shouted up the stairs, shut up, <laughs> to this yeah. whistling and apparently never heard it again. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so was that, that was a bit crazy. But, you know, to, to, be, to hear the old man whistling when my great-grandfather who lived in that house was an avid whistler, you kind of got to believe something's going on. Yeah, it's kind of weird, eh? Yeah. Another story as well, the second one I've got. Um is when I used to work in Timaru, I was working on Classic Hits, the radio station there, and this was between 04 and 06, and I was working in the building that the, where the radio station had originally started in like the 70s, I think it was. Yeah. So the upstairs floor of this building was not used anymore, but you could see that's where all the sales reps and the people used to work when the station had like 60 staff. Yeah. Uh, when I was working there, there were only like seven or eight. So anyway, the whole upstairs floor was never used, and it was it just stank up there, musty, and it was almost like there were a couple of offices up there where it was almost like someone just finished work for the day in the seventies and never came back. So there were oh, quite yeah. a few offices that were just set up as if we were in a time warp. Anyway, there was this. Uh, I I knew quite a few announcers who'd worked there in the past, and they were always talking about how they've witnessed various you know, occurrences in the building. And anyway, I and my co-host, every now and again, maybe, you know, twice a week, sometimes three times, we'd randomly start smelling toast. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, yep, there's that smell again. And then it would just disappear like it was never there. And so we dubbed it the toast ghost. <laughs> and and just when I... When I talked to uh, a previous announcer about it, he was like, "Yeah, actually, there's a lot of a lot of people who have been through this building talk about how they can randomly start smelling toast and then it disappears as if it had never happened." And that was quite strange because no one had told me about it. I'd literally yeah. just started smelling it every now and again. 
So we dubbed it the Toast Ghost, and apparently that was the <laughs> name that other people had given it as well. But unbeknownst to me, I named it myself and happened to pick the same name that everyone else had given yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but that station, though, that, that's, that radio station, to me, was the one place that would always just give me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Um, yeah, my co-host was pretty shit scared of that kind of stuff as well, but I remember one morning I was quite brutal and I said to her, hey, go upstairs and I'll get you to do your part of the show from up there. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we were doing like, because we were talking about the Toast Ghost on air and we're like, we should do some investigation and actually do it while we're live. Anyway, she was up there. She did it. She actually went upstairs and I could hear it in her voice how nervous she was and suddenly she screamed because there was a big loud thud up there. Yeah. We don't know what the loud thud was, but we caught it. And I've got the audio somewhere. I, I, I just don't know where it is. But, uh, yeah, you can hear this audible thud. She screams. Next moment, she's back in the studio downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was quite scary. And it was a very it was very audible because we'd sent her up there with a, um, with a hardwired microphone. So she wasn't on her phone. She was up there with an extra long mic cord. So you could actually clearly yeah. hear everything that was going on. Yeah, but yeah, something. Uh, it was still dark outside. It was like seven thirty in the morning in the middle of winter, and yeah, she got the shit scared out of her. And um, <laughs> you know, fair play to her for wanting to go up there. But yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a freaky thing happen here one night. I just I, was, I remember before, but when Chloe was a baby, we had the extension, so Blake must have been a little baby as well. And, and Chloe was in her room, she, so she was a toddler, you know, and. Um, she kept crying at night quite a lot and was starting to drive us bloody nuts, you know, and um, we're trying to calm her down all the time and that, and she didn't say much. But then one night I went in there and I said, look, Chloe, what's the, what's the matter, you know? Why, why don't you want to sleep in this room? Why are you always coming out and crying and blah, blah? And she goes, because the old man in there won't leave me alone. Mate, oh, does that make shit. your fucking hair stand up on end? Like when your little kid doesn't <laughs> know anything about ghosts or anything like that, comes out and says, the old man in the room, in the room won't leave me alone? Yeah. I just oh. about shit my pants when she said that, you know. I was like, I was like, oh, you're just being silly and blah blah blah, you know. And and then I was just like, oh my god, you know, like because both my grandfathers had only in the last previous couple of years had both passed away, you know. And I thought maybe one of my grandfathers is in there visiting the grandkids, you know, like you know, seeing the great grandkids. Yeah, wow. Does she yeah, still remember but, that now that she's a bit older? Does nah, she-, she doesn't remember it. Eh? She doesn't remember it. But it's uh, it's kind of freaky when your little kid says that to you, like a two year old oh, yeah. says. The old man won't leave me alone. It's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and that's the yeah. thing, like, for her to be crying as well, you're wondering what the spirit is actually doing. Is he actually trying to scare the shit out of her or is he just talking to her? Yeah, it might just be there and it's enough to scare them. Yeah, well. But yeah, that's uh, that's ghost mysteries for week, for the week. <laughs> and on the next episode... <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to do a dad joke off? We can do that. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. What do you call a book club that's stuck on the same book for years? I don't know. Church. (laughs) (laughs) Bravo. Why do tigers eat raw meat? Because they can't cook. Uh, <laughs> I took an epileptic girl to a rave once I jo- and jokingly told her, this place has rave reviews. She just rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet she was standing there dancing away. 
What happened to the man who ate six cans of alphabet soup? He had a hu- the alphabet. <laughs> he had a huge vowel movement. Uh, he was constantly going to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I asked my wife if I was the only one she's ever been with, and she said, "Yes, the others, the others were all sevens or eights." <laughs> <laughs> oh, nasty! <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> what pronouns does a chocolate bar go by? Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> my kid is blaming me for ruining their birthday <laughs> that's ridiculous I didn't even know it was today <laughs> <laughs> a dung beetle walks into a bar couldn't find a stool so he left uh, <laughs> I wish my kids weren't offended by my frozen jokes they really need to let it go let it go <laughs> And what did my grandpa say right before he kicked the bucket? Look how far I can kick this bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Oh, very good. Fuck, it's warm in this room again, eh? It always gets warm. I must be emanating heat. It's quite warm in here tonight, actually. Today's the first day it's sort of got, I think it was 28 degrees today up here. Oh, yeah, it's not too bad. It's the first day it's been like that for flipping ages. Have the rivers all gone down? Yeah, it's all sort of, it's getting back to normal now, eh? It's, um, there's still a few little boggy patches around the place. Like between here and Hamilton, there's heaps of paddocks still full of water, but it's all yeah. drying up. Yeah, well, you've got no Corpu Hikawai Road anymore. That's gone. No, oh, I went up there the other night, actually. I forgot to tell you. We did a dirt bike ride, and we come out on the bottom of the Kneesville Road, uh, by, oh, sorry, the Stadia, which is, if anyone who's ever driven uh, that road knows one ton straight, which is the big long straight right in the middle. Yeah. And we came out at the bottom of that at the Stadia Bridge on the dirt bikes. Mm. And just north of the Stadia Bridge, literally like 50 metres up from the end of the bridge, there's a huge slippers come down. It's gone right across the road. It must be five metres high across the road. And we walked up on top of it and had a look over the other side, and there's a lake on the other side of it. Really? Like a big pool, yeah, right. And I think it was actually on the news, and the helicopter videoed it from above. Oh yeah. And then we uh, proceeded to ride all the way up one ton straight. I stopped on the one ton straight um, bridge and did a burnout on my dirt bike because <laughs> I can just always, I can always say I did a burnout on this bridge once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and rode all the way up to that slip, eh? And mate, there is no way they're fixing that slip anytime soon. That is huge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be some time, eh? I'm talking years, probably. Yeah, well, I, I would say, God, it'll take them six months just to clean the road up. Mm. You know, there's, a, there's, a, there's probably 20 slips down across the road up there. Yeah, that's it, eh? And there'll be no one up there clearing them at the moment, eh? Nah, they're all busy doing other stuff, so. Mm. I think they're still just trying to figure out what they're actually going to do. Yeah, well, that's it. A lot of planning, eh? Yeah, well. Yeah, we get a lot of people saying, oh, hurry up and do something about it. Well, there's a lot more that goes into that to try and mitigate any future issues, but... I yeah, realise people thing, aren't it's going. It's a matter of future-proofing it now so that it doesn't shit itself so yeah, easily again. That's right. So everyone sort of got hit in their own type of way, didn't they, uh, through that storm? Yeah, the places. Esk Valley down in Gizzy. Hawke's Bay, man, it's, that got nailed, eh? That's, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. One of my mates who uh, does the More FM Gisborne, Bevan Chapman, he was on the news tonight because um, oh, yeah. he's obviously he's been living at the radio station. He's got his bed set up in the studio. 
Oh, yeah, really? And, yeah, yeah. And because of the, the lack of uh, internet, etc. there, he was encouraging people to drop community notices and messages under the door of the radio station, and he's got boxes of these things, and he's pretty much just been Community Notice FM, which is actually a, a very, very uh, solid way to use the radio station in a situation like that. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, that's local radio at its best, and fair play to him. Yeah, get, but, it, uh, get the local news out, eh? Oh, shit, yeah. Make sure people know what's going on. Yeah, well, I know, the, I know the guys in the Coromandels, More FM there, and the other <coughs> radio station, CFM, have been doing it pretty tough, you know, lots of uh, <clears throat> lots of shit to do there. It's amazing the people that you speak to, though, that have got, that have got someone down there they know or something. I was speaking to a guy at an engineering place today, and he said he's actually taking uh, the rest of the week off after he's got his – He's at work tomorrow, and then he's taking a week or two off. He said, "I can't remember how long he said, but he owns a like a little fourteen-ton digger. Um, so he's going to put it behind his ute, and he knows a couple of people that live down there. So he said he's just going to take his digger down there and just go and do what he can." Yeah, fair enough. So he's, fair yeah, play. So good on him. Yeah, shit. Yeah, bit of work to do. Bit of work to do. All right, mate. Well, I'll let you go and hang out with your birthday wife. I better go and see mine. Yeah, I've been, see what she's up to. I've been moping around all day, nursing a hangover. <laughs> I haven't actually had a hangover for ages Even at my mum's 70th I only, Since I was playing the guitar I think I had two beers And then I played the guitar for like two and a half hours oh. yeah. So I've been drinking the old Tight Lines Pale Ale Which I think was our old favourite drop eh? It's just been yeah. renamed It's just been re, re, rehashed I think Yeah I, I remember when stuff. they Because uh, you and I can't remember what it was called before but you and I used to enjoy it, and and then suddenly Monty's Pale Ale, eh? that's all it was. Yeah, but they stopped making it, didn't they? And we were fucking oh. purse off. That was a good good drop. If anyone from Monty's is listening, can you go back to making the Monty's Pale Ale that was in the blue bottle? Yeah. <laughs> the blue label on it? That yep. was good stuff. Yes, please. Mind you, I suppose when they stopped doing that, though, it broadened our horizons and we started buying other beers and yeah. Yeah, branching out. I'm quite, I quite like that Phoenix IPA, though. That, the red one? Yeah, that one that we've drunk as well. That's yeah, quite good. that's a good EA. I get into my APAs a little bit now, too, eh? The American Pale yep. Owls. They're quite nice. Yeah. Mind you, those IPAs, though, too many of those, all firewater. Yeah, yeah, Too many of those, you get all... Bumwees. Yeah, yeah. You get all, like, uh, what's it called when your head, like, goes... <laughs> Throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pulsating. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't handle that feeling anymore, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think I'll be having a break for a while now. Yeah, I'm going to have a break now, eh? I've been turning into a bit of a fat fatty lately, eh? Because I've just been sitting in the car eating pies and drinking yeah. coffees, driving around, and Sorry, then mate, come you, home and get on the piss. You can't you can't <laughs> use that word anymore, mate. It's, it's not no, PC it's enough. politically incorrect. Yeah, can't call yourself fat. It's a naughty word. Mm. I've turned, I've, I've marshmallowed. That's what's happened. <laughs> you've, you've enlarged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got uh, my middle age spread on at the moment, which I need to get rid of. I did go riding twice last week, so that was good. Wednesday night and Thursday night went two big rides, so that was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've I was been, absolutely shattered afterwards. I've been hammering the gym, so yeah, putting putting my gym membership to good use. you got to do it. When you're not doing physical jobs anymore. Nah, you know, you start to notice the old uh, donuts starting to grow around the midsection. <laughs> 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 All right, mate. Well, I'll let you go. Good catch up. Okay, mate. See you later. See you. Radio.